playoff style game as far as being patient and, mm. and not trying to fix things a little ping pongy in the first period, and then you really seem to take the the period over in the last eight or nine minutes. Yeah, um, they're a good hockey team. They do a lot of really good things. They're a playoff style team. Uh, I don't think they give much away for free. Uh, you got to earn every square inch of the ice with the Dallas Stars, and um, I thought we were patient and we showed a level of endurance. So there was some patience and some endurance to that game, and in the end, um, we did more good things than not, and found a way to with, walk out of here with two points. You, you talked about the one thing you want from your team is just to not give away or, or make that one big error, and really didn't do that tonight. There wasn't. A, can't recall one that really stood out. I'm sure maybe as a coach you might be a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, there's a few plays here and there. We're not perfect, but I thought when, when called upon, Stuart Skinner was excellent. Um, yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was a type of game we needed. Um, you know, I thought our energy level was good. I thought our details were pretty good. Um, and we found a way to beat a really good hockey team. So it's a credit to our players. Matthias Janmark was kind of hard on himself. He said he kind of didn't feel like he played great tonight, but he ended up with a couple of goals. Yeah. Your thoughts on if you agree with his assessment of his play, but what it's like to get goals from that part of the lineup? Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's, you know, it speaks to the type of team that we're trying to become. You know, I don't know, what is he at now, eight? Yeah, so he's two away from double digits. It would be another double-digit score for, for us. I think that's... Uh, when you can have that depth uh, on offense, I think it makes uh, for a, a tough matchup for other teams. I felt safe with him on the ice tonight. I thought he did some good things. I thought Bukesad played well too. And, um, you know, for Yanmark, uh, you know, he was he played important minutes on the penalty kill. That's a red-hot power play. Um, that team we just played, I think, in the previous nine games was averaging five goals for a game. Uh, and we won 4-1. To me, it just sticks with that template that we keep talking about here. I think we're 20 wins now, two losses, and three shootout or overtime losses since Christmas when we give up three or less. Janmark, I imagine there were some tough conversations with him earlier. Signed to be here and ended up having to start in the American League. Seems like he kind of bided his time, but maybe just a, an example of a guy that needed to chew on it a bit but stick with it. Yeah. You know, he came in in a difficult situation in that there was, you know, four players at a certain price point for three spots on the team. Um, and that had nothing to do with his, what he could contribute or what type of player he was. There were salary cap implications. If you remember the opening night lineup, we dressed 11 and 6 this year. So uh, that meant one really good hockey player was going to lose the battle in training camp. I don't think, uh, and I think if you would ask Matthias, I don't think training camp went according to his plan, um, but he didn't whine, he didn't sulk, he didn't uh, look for easy excuses. He went down and worked at his game, and when he came back up, he got put into a position to succeed, and he's done really well. Uh, that's a credit to him. Uh, you know, not all players respond that way, but I mean, if you look at his history as a, a player in the National Hockey League, he is a very usable and useful player on some really good hockey teams. Um, you know, I think he knows how to play the game. He excels in subtlety, um, you know, small plays that are required to win. 
And, um, you know, credit to him because it didn't go the way he wanted, but, you know, he's on the ice at the end of a game here tonight and found a way to get an important empty net goal. Uh, just, you know, you're up 2 nothing. You're, you're closing things out and, you, you know, you want to play that playoff-style defensive game. When you're listening to players on the bench, are you hearing that? Has that become a, more of a focus now than maybe it was a, a couple of months ago? You know, I think we're blessed with good, conscientious hockey players and good people. Um, you know, they get to the point now in the season where you know, it's almost like coaches take a step back and and the players, you give them the plan and you want to make sure to hold people accountable and everything like that. But it, it's the player, we're getting to the player's time of year here. Uh, so the, lots of really good chatter on the bench. I thought there was a segment in the first five minutes of the second period where we turned some pucks over um you know and they came off the kind of 85 foot sauce pass from one side of the rink to the other side instead of playing north and direct uh and uncomplicated uh and it meant some time in our zone but i thought our players did a good job of not policing themselves but getting themselves back on track and that, that stems from saying the right stuff on the bench and then going out and embodying it. Uh, Skinner's playing a lot, playing well. To what extent do you kind of have to manage his minutes and his miles in, in, you know, to avoid fatigue or whatever? Is that not a thing? He's a pretty solidly built guy. Yeah, he, didn't he play a great game tonight? I thought he played great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not that he was overly taxed, but when called upon, he made huge saves against some really skilled shooters. Um, you know what I think? I don't think we've overused either goaltender this year. I think, um, you know, it's fairly even on the split. And for Stewart especially, the month of January, he didn't play a whole heck of a lot. And coming out of the break, it's not like he played a whole heck of a lot. Um, so he's young and rested. Jay, you've talked lots about creating competition internally. Uh, when Hyman's back, you seem to have your, your five guys at your top six. There's that one spot, and there's Yamamoto, and Warren Fogle's really pushing yeah. that spot right now. What do you like about Fogle, and, and specifically with Drysdale and Nugent Hopkins, is that's where you keep Yeah, I like how hard he's playing. He's playing really, really hard. Um, talk about a guy, you know, Ryan was talking about Janmark and how it didn't all go his way at the start of the year. Um, after, you know, you know, it didn't go Warren's way at the start of the year. I think he scored his first goal in game 12 or 13, whatever the Tampa Bay game was. Um, he started to come on, and then he got hurt. And coming off that injury, it's hard to get back up and running again when the league has gotten better. Um, you know, and so there were some tough moments uh, with not playing for a little bit. He's a professional guy. He worked at his game, and and uh, he's played really well. And he's finding offense, but it comes from his skating, is from his hard work. What did you think of the knee from Robertson on Connor? Yeah, I I just saw it live. I didn't even get to see it in between periods, just because we were um, worried about uh, going through uh, some other things. But uh, live. I don't think Robertson is necessarily a dirty player that was hunting Connor's leg, but I thought it was a dangerous play live. I'd have to look at it again, but I don't think he's that type of guy that, that hunts people's knees or anything like that. Thank you. Jay, it was uh, Philip Broberg's first game back in a little while, and I think you used him exclusively on right defense. So maybe there's a shift here and there on left. Yep. What did you see from him? Um, was putting him on right defense kind of a 
way to kind of give them a little bit of a trial for yourself. And yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's not easy to be quote unquote, the seventh D man either, uh, coming in and not playing a regular shift right out of the gate. Um, but I thought he did a really good job. He, uh, I like the way Philip plays, and um, he's a different dimension than some of the other people that we have back there. He's got great legs and he skates himself out of trouble. And the uh, Eckblad, or Eck, uh, home rather, Blueshard pair played about three minutes more than the Nurse and CDC. Was that by design? How? What went into that tonight? Yeah, I think they're playing well. Would Eckholm finish plus three um, again? So he's, the way we work is. People who were in the ice time get it. Yes, with that in mind, and sort of a follow-up to Gregor's question, it looks like Hyman is nearing a return, obviously. I assume Warren Fogel's done plenty to at least give the coaching room pause for whether he should stay up on a line like he's been playing with McDavid, for example. Yeah, and you know what? Until Hyman is a 100% complete go, we'll make that decision at that point. But... Um, you know, we think we can come at team in waves, so it's not we're just a two-line team, and if you're not on the two lines, you're not in a scoring role. Like, we got good players, and we can move them around the chessboard, but, you know, I couldn't be happier for Warren that he's seeing some results for his hard work, and, um, you know, I think he's making us a dangerous group up front, so I'm happy for him. Jay, Ryan McLeod didn't skate this morning. Um, are you expecting him not to go on the road trip? And do you have any timeline? Is he day-to-day, week? Yeah, you know what? He, he's upper body. And, um, you know, I don't expect him to go on the road trip. Day-to-day.